Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Al and Jerry are here with more sports news and other stories that they couldn't get to during the morning show. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. Monday podcast. Monday, Monday, Monday. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. Jerry, I just tweeted something out. Um, I'm uh, very interested in television ratings. I am, too, after reading that article. Well, really just ratings in general, because we're in a day and age in media where there's so many different, not only TV channels, but um, internet channels and streaming channels and podcasts. And there's a million different things. Never in our lives uh, has there been a time where you, you, you can no longer say, well, I listen to you guys because there's nothing else on. There's nothing but things. No one's watching many of them. <laughs> uh, Awful Announcing did a um, they're a, a wonderful blog website. Very comprehensive on the ratings. Very comprehensive on uh, uh, television sports ratings for these uh, local networks, uh, or I'm sorry, national networks, uh, MLB Network, FS1, all, all these different channels. Yeah. And the amount of people that are watching and tuning into these shows uh, the one that really struck me was, you know, uh, Mike and the Mad Dog reunited for on the MLB High Heat. And this article says that the ratings for that, uh, that was uh, Mad Dog's lowest rated show of the week. Yeah. At 41,000 people. I have a theory on that. For a national show. You know why? That's less than 1,000 people. A state. Because no one outside of New York, New Jersey gives a goddamn oh. about who Mike and the Mad Dog are. Oh, I see. Would you agree with that? I would agree with that. Like, yes. if you're in Nevada. Yeah. And remember, they were promoting it. Right. Like, Mike Francesa guest stars. Yes. If you're in Nevada, Texas, Iowa, aren't you kind of like, who the hell is he? Yeah. So it's like you're doing this national show. You're doing a local show on a national scale. You turned off 47 out of the 50 states. So are you saying of the 41,000 people that tuned in nationwide, what percentage do you think was in the tri-state area? Or 95%. 95%. And I also believe that's still a very low number, too. Yeah, it's very low. But I don't, think, I don't think anybody around the country watched that. No. I think here's who liked that, people that used to listen to them. Right. And oh, by the way, most of them work. Right. So it's like, I'm with you, man. These cable things, man, I don't... 
and we've talked about the new show on ESPN, the new television show with our friend Michelle Beadle, who we love. Oh, we love her, yes. Mike Greenberg and Jalen Rose. And the salaries are through the roof. God bless them. For a small audience. I, I don't understand. A lot smaller than I ever would have. They're, they're uh, a lot like, smaller of an audience than I ever would have thought. They're at like 200000 or less. episode or less. Yeah, and I know that there were some people that wrote, let's relax on the ratings. You right. care. It's a new thing. New thing. But I would think this. How does that get better? I don't know. Like, why does it get better? Right. If it didn't come out blazing out the gate, and they didn't heavily promote it either. It was promoted a little bit. Right. But nothing crazy. Yes. Why does like why is that changing my viewing habits? Like if I, I was yeah. like let me say this. Right. If I was a Mike and Mike fan. Yes. And I liked the radio simulcast show. Well, one half of those guys are still there. Mhm. And the new guy started 3 months ago, 4 months ago. Wingo? So I, Trey Wingo. So you had a 4 month head start to continue on your simulcast. Oh, by the way, in the same family of networks. And I already liked Mike and Mike. So once I tried Mike and Wing, whatever the hell they call it now, once I tried it, all of a sudden, maybe, all right, I'm good. Why am I leaving it then? Right. I don't know how that gets better. And I'm yeah, not saying the show's not good. I'm saying I don't know why anybody goes to it to watch it. Very strange. Well, it all goes then back to you, Ego. Well, how do they afford these salaries based on the ratings, the, the viewers they're getting? I'd love someone to explain it to me. Uh, I mean, a lot like with the cable, we know that, ESPN takes seven dollars from every single cable. But it doesn't subscriber. mean you got to spend it poorly. Yeah. Well, they. Yeah. I, like, how I, I about this? Know. How about not do big shows like this? They get no ratings, and let's not fire everybody. Right. Ah, just a thought. Am right. I wrong about that? No. It's a fascinating time we're in, Jerry. It's interesting, and I'm a dinosaur in that I really don't. I love doing this. I do not listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe when I go on a flight, I'll download one or two. If I listen to three or four podcasts a year, okay, it's a lot. I do not really. I do stream TV, but you I'm do. watching the same shows that are on my cable. You're streaming cable. Like I don't watch. Like I have Roku, and Roku has their own channel. I don't think I've put it on once. Of course not. I'm sure there's nothing on it. My kids watch Netflix. I do not. I will check Netflix for a download for a, for a flight. That's about it. I'm just not into the new media. Okay. That having been said, most people are. Right. So good luck. Now, uh, tomorrow is the Andre the Giant documentary on HBO. Is that something you'd be interested in? Zero. Really? Well, no. I'm going to be all about that. I don't like wrestling. Well, this man was a giant uh, force of nature, Jerry. He's huge. There's a documentary on Golf Channel on Gary Player Thursday night. Will you be into that? I'm not interested in that. Okay, he's 83 and in better shape than most 25-year-olds. You wouldn't be interested in his regimen and what keeps no. him young and still playing golf? Fine. Um, so you watch your Andre the Giant. I'll watch my Gary Player. I'm interested, Jerry. I don't know if you're aware. He was seven foot four, five hundred forty pounds from Gary Grenoble, Player's France. five foot two, eighty three, can still hit the ball two hundred and seventy yards. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. You know. You like what you like. I like you're what right. I like. I like large men who wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie, just stop that at large men. That'd be great. <laughs> All right, Jerry, let me get some stories to you here. I've got oh, yeah, stories. We can do that. I got some stories, sure. interesting ones. Uh, in, let me put my glasses on, Jerry. Unfortunately, I need, You're blind. I need my glasses when I read. How about this? Uh, there is the Queen Mary in California. It used to be an old cruise liner ship. 
and it has turned. It's going to be taking you to Alaska. It's been turned. I hope not. It's a it's a Long Beach hotel now. They oh, they, that's cool. They made the ship a hotel uh, quite a while ago. I think thirty years ago. Oh, <laughs> so it's been a hotel. They have not allowed anyone to stay in stateroom B three forty. Why? For the last thirty years, because it is haunted. Oh, okay. They are now going beginning Friday, April thirteenth. This Friday, it's going to become available to guests starting at four ninety nine a month. I'm sorry, four ninety nine a night. I was going to say that's a bargain. Yeah, the last time the room was occupied was in the nineteen eighties. For decades, they've had thousands of visitors request the room, but they wouldn't allow guests to stay in there because it's haunted. Now, what is haunted about it, Jerry, you ask? I didn't ask, but you can tell They've me. reported unusual activity, including lights and water faucets turning on and off by themselves, as well as covers being removed from guests while they sleep. But I thought no one was in the room. Well, this prior oh, to 30 this, years ago? Some reported waking up to see a dark figure standing next to the bed. Would you stay in this room, Jerry? No, probably not. Me neither. Probably not. But and I, I don't. I don't really believe in that stuff. But I think my mind would play tricks on me. I wouldn't even stay on that on ship hotel. No. You'd worry about a ghost coming and lifting you up and throwing you overboard. Yeah. Well, the ghost is going to stay in one room. He's not going to go in the. Other. Especially if no one's been in that room. If about, I was the ghost. This? How about there's not really a ghost? Oh, there's a ghost, Jerry. I don't. Think if so. there was, would it have been locked up for thirty years? I don't know. I don't know. But if thousands have inquired and thousands, thousands want the room, yeah. they will sell the room no problem. They are selling the room. Correct. Burlington, Massachusetts. Police say someone put urine into the Massachusetts library's bathroom soap dispenser and in the air freshener. That's nice. March 21st, they found urine in both of those locations. Do you think someone feels like good about themselves after they do that? I hope not. They do have surveillance video, and they are looking into it right now. Stupid. I always wonder that when I was a kid, and we used to go to Roy Rogers for and there uh, used to be urine in the bathroom nope. in the soap dispenser. <clears throat> no, but we would go to the Roy Rogers after a Saturday evening church. We go to Roy Rogers, and they always had salt shakers at the table. Right. And I always thought, what prevents someone from putting something in that salt shaker? Nothing. Nothing. Common decency. Right. Which I think we've learned is really out the window at this point. They're putting uh, urine in the soap dispensers in this library. Did you ever think when you see, I, I was a big Roy Rogers fan, oh, too. Oh, I loved Roy Rogers. So Roy Rogers had the big fixins bar. Yes. And there would be times. So Roy Rogers was literally, I don't know, 500 yards away from the Little League complex that I used to play at. And so we would have, if I had a game at 10 a.m. and my brother had a game at 2 me and my buddy would go up, have lunch, and then come back in time to watch my brother's game. But we didn't have a lot of money. Yeah, my mother might give us five bucks. She'd be like, are oh, you going out again? God, all right, fine. So maybe we'd split the five bucks, and we'd have enough to get like a hamburger each, but, you know, not much else. And we would just load up on the pickles and the tomatoes and make a salad. You'd hit up the fixin's bar <laughs> for your we, own salad. We did, but we but we always got the plain burger, too, right? and loaded that thing up, but then we would make a little salad with the tomatoes and the and the lettuce. But then you think, like, now, in this day and age, can a Fixin's bar survive? Right. Now, I know Ruby Tuesday still has the salad bar, which does really well. That's different, though. I'd be worried about people putting their hands in the grab yes. the pickles, right? 
You know where there, uh, I suspect a lot of trouble happens is at the ballparks, at the Fixins Bar for like the hot dogs. Oh, it has to. They have all that stuff just out there, yeah. relish, onions. City Field has that. Eesh. Yeah, it's gross. Very gross. Interesting. Yeah, I actually, I thought all Roy Rogers were done except for like one or two on the Jersey Turnpike. But there's, I drove by one in Tom's River the other day. Really? A big freestanding Roy Rogers. I thought they were gone aside from the yeah. Turnpike. That's interesting. I'm very intrigued. Did to you go? go there. I did not go there because I don't eat fast food, but I'm somewhat intrigued. Got it. All right. That's my urine story. Oh, sorry. These glasses are throwing me off today. Put your mouth oh. right in the microphone. This was sent to me by many alert Twitter followers and podcast listeners. Fort Pierce, Florida. A woman was arrested last month on drug possession charges, but blamed the cocaine that they found in her purse on the wind. <laughs> the coke just blew into the purse? Quote from uh, Kenesha Posey, 26 years old, from Fort Pierce, Florida. Posey. Quote, I don't know anything about any cocaine. It's a windy day. It must have flown through the window and into my purse. <laughs> she did admit that the marijuana was hers. The cocaine was not hers. So Got she it. knows harsher penalties from for uh, coke. Nowadays, anyone could just smoke weed. No one even cares. <laughs> they approached her car after it smelled like marijuana. They went right through her purse, bags of cocaine. I could see if she was covered in cocaine and said, well, the wind blew it on me. Listen, but you're the desperate. Wind, the wind's not going to blow bags of cocaine on you. Do you think yeah. if you did something really stupid? Yes, sir. Let's say, for instance, I because I know you would never be caught up in cocaine for no, yourself. not for me. But let's say, for instance, let's see, Eddie Scazzari. Okay. Asked you to say, hey, could you just bring this home and just leave it there, and then I'll pick it up on Thursday. Leave something in my home? Yeah, he gave you a manila envelope that was sealed. Really? And say, could you do me a favor? Take this home. I'll come pick it up on Thursday. I can't tell you why, but I need to do me a favor. We trust Eddie. You would yes. do it. Let's say you got pulled over on the mm-hmm. way home. How would you handle that? Honestly, would you just immediately, Eddie Scazzari? Yes. I was just doing this for a friend. Uh huh. Because like, he put me in a bad spot. Oh, absolutely. I would put him in the bad spot. Right. So I guess, I guess, never really nothing to do with her, but I always wonder like, if they catch you with something, how bad you lie. Like, she clearly just made this up on the spot. Right. Like, oh, my God, what do I do? The right? wind. So I wonder if you were in a spot like that. But, again, you wouldn't be the criminal, so it's kind of hard to right. do that. With Although you. I would say it was clever of her to say, to notice it was a windy day and say that the cocaine bags blew into my car, into my purse. <laughs> that is clever. <laughs> not really. It's kind not really of. possible. I like when the people just decide to eat the drugs yeah. and they think that's a good idea, like eating uh, bags of cocaine. Swallowing bags of Don't cocaine. Don't people stick them in their ass? What is this now, Jerry? <laughs> Seriously. When they're trying to move product like people across get, the borders. Have there not been? There have been. Situations where women and men have been mm-hmm. pulled over. Right. And they have shoved the bags of weed or coke or whatever okay. either in their vagina. Right. Or in their ass. I'm, I'm, I would assume that has happened, yes. I feel like we've done stories. Possibly. Does sound like a type of story I'd be drawn to. Now, if you're a cop, why would you even think to check there? Well, well, whenever the cops pull you in uh, to to prison or to the jail, they do a cavity body cavity search looking for these things because they know this is what people do. 
they stuff them in all sorts of places. Imagine if you had a body cavity search. No. <laughs> I can't imagine what that goes like. <laughs> well, you've had a prostate exam. So. I have. <laughs> Multiply that times 10. <laughs> but at least the doctor, you think, knows what he's doing. <laughs> And is a medical doctor and will take some care. My guess is if you go to prison and they're doing a body cavity thing. Hey, bend the F over. (laughs) Good Lord. Yeah, it's got to be rough. That's a bad scene, Jerry. It it really does not pay to be a criminal. It does not. It it doesn't. I am not going to be a criminal. Tough. Would you be interested in an Amazon video documentary series? Uh, Andre the Giant? I said no. (laughs) No, that's an HBO one. Jimmy Superfly Snooker. I'm out. No, that would be a good one, too. I would watch that. So Jordan Peele of Key and Peele comedy fame. Who the hell's Key and Peele? Uh, Boomer loves them. They <laughs> do. Co- I don't know who that is. They're c- comedians. They do sketch comedy together. Okay. Well, uh, Jordan Peele is producing a docu-series for Amazon on Lorena Bobbitt. It's a comedy series? No, no. The woman that chopped her husband's penis off? No, it's a documentary. That's hysterical. Documentary series, not comedy. He's stretching and going uh, in in another direction. The series will be called, uh, what is it going to be called? I'm not sure if they have a name for it yet, but uh, it's, uh, oh, it's going to be called Lorena. That's creative. (laughs) Couldn't find anything that rhymed with penis. Yep, it's I'm, I would well, I would be interested in this. Do you remember the uh, John Wayne Bobbitt situation in this this whole thing? If you ask me, do I remember the story of her chopping off his unit? Right. Yes. Yes. If you ask me the backstory, mm-hmm. I no, I could not tell you with any certainty. Well, she claims that he was uh, abusing her. Okay. And that uh, one evening she cut so his penis off. So he wasn't cheating on her. He was an abuser. Right. I did not. I didn't yes, know that part. That's the, well, this is a lot of people don't, which is why they they want to do this uh, documentary series. Still not going to watch. To give her side of the story. I mean, it's thirty years ago. Now I remember he used he the the guy who had his penis cut off, John Wayne Bobbitt. Uh, he used to be a guest on Howard Stern quite frequently after he had the penis. Thing. Yes, uh, and then for some reason he I guess he was needing money. He tried to or he did get into pornography. With a sewn-on penis? <laughs> yes. That's so funny, right? Because they found it. Yes. They put it in ice. Correct. It's amazing that it still works that Right. Way. She supposedly threw it out the car window, and it was in a hot dog wrapper. Oh, come on. Knock it off. That's true. <laughs> like a 7-Eleven hot dog wrapper. And they found it and reattached it, and it works. I mean, that is modern science. At its finest. Who's the band that sang Detachable Penis? Uh, King Missile. King Missile. That's right. They took that and made it real. Yeah. <laughs> My God. So you're out for... What if What if you had to watch either Lorena, the docu-series, or the HBO documentary on Andre the Giant? I'll sit in darkness. You'd just stare at the walls. <laughs> no interest. No interest in either one I of them. I don't. I'm sorry. I do not. All right. That having been said, I'm going to send you some pictures. Of Alan Jerry's paint company. Oh, paint. We're starting it soon. We go 50, well, we'll go 60, 40, because I got to do all the work. You got to do the edging. Well, I'm going to do all the work. Oh, all the work. Yeah, I'll do all the work. Oh, okay, cool. I need you to help me promote it, though. Oh, perfect. That so I So you'll do. get 40%. I'll take 60, because wow. I'm going to promote it, too, but okay. I'm going to do all the work. Yeah. So 40, 40 promotion, 
I get extra for okay. actually doing the work. I'll get you T-shirts. I got to show you pictures. Really? Of my living room that I did. Oh, that you did. Room. Yeah, you, I did you're it this very week. proud of your painting. I'm I'm into it. Really? I told my wife, let's go. Now we're painting the kitchen. Okay. That's gonna be tough. A lot of cuts. Oh, a lot of cuts. Yes. When I I last uh, tried to paint my kitchen in Basking Ridge and. My apologies to the woman who bought my condo. Right. Uh, I couldn't really get behind the refrigerator, so I just got as close as I could. So when you pull that, <laughs> that's not how you do it. When you pull that refrigerator out, the now wall's you talk a different for a second. Color. I'll show you something. All right, Jerry. You bring me uh, photos of uh, your proud painting jobs. Let me see where we're right, at so here. All right. If I show you that, that's one corner. All I'm right. Done. Now, if I go through and I'll show you that corner done. All right, sir. How good does that look? Nice. What is that grays you did? That's a dark green. But dark look at green. The line. Look how. Oh, that's the sharp. Look how sharp. The sharp. Line is. How long does it take you to uh, do a living room of that magnitude? Very large because you live in a mansion. This but... room took me. Shut up. This room took me nine hours. Nine. Oh, that's a long time. It was a long time. What would you charge somebody for that? Nine hours. Well, you got fifty. You got half of this deal. What, right. What, what do you think? I figure this. I figure fifty dollars an hour for any job. Okay. Because I think whether you're rolling or whether you're edging, it's it's all your time. Right. $50 an hour, I think, is fair. That means 400 a day for an eight-hour day. I think that's more than fair. 400 a day times five days a week is $2,000. $2,000 times 52 weeks is $104,000. About $100,000 a year, sure. Because you're going to take some time off. If you book some, right. All if right. you booked out everything. Interesting. But I couldn't do eight hours a day because I have a job. But I would work four hours a day. Oh, I thought you were quitting this job and becoming a painter. Right now, I could do four hours a day. Four hours a day. Got it. So are you in? Uh, I am in for that. Do you think anybody will call? Yes. You do? I do. $50 an hour. Mm -hmm. We have to come up with a cool tagline. Okay. We're good, but not that good. Right. We're going to keep expectations low. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We're great... We're great painters, not Picasso great. <laughs> and, and, here's, and here's the thing, too. $50 mm-hmm. an hour, you have to pay for the paint, though. And okay. we will provide you receipts to show so that. You, now, are, are you going to provide the rollers and that sort of thing? You're going to come with yeah, all the Yeah, the materials equipment? are ours. The so materials are us. So, but you have to provide the paint. Okay, so you're coming to somebody's house. You expect them to have the room cleared out. And a can can or cans of paint sitting We'll there. pick up the paint. You, oh. you give us the color, we'll go pick it up, and we'll provide you the receipt. Okay. So you see that we're not ripping you off. If the can of paint is $34 and it's one can for the job, it's right. the labor plus $34. Okay. That's fair. We're good. I think that's fair. But not that good. Right. Keep expectations low. Keep and then they low. walk in and they say, damn, you guys are good. This is better than I thought. Yep. And all, all you right. got to do is help promote it for me. Okay. I can do that, Jerry. All right. All right. The warm-up show is next. Uh, may, was, but here's the other thing about that. Hit Al up on Twitter, and then we'll get back to you. Right. <laughs> so, Jerry, check this out. The warm-up show is next. It was good, but not that good. <laughs> so. Goodbye. Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. 
Use it on your roof already. All right, good Monday morning to you. This portion is sponsored by Walgreens. We call it the warm-up. The warm-up coming later in the week. Right now, Al Dukes warms you up. Oh, hi, Jerry. What's up? Yeah, I did see 59 degrees for Friday. I saw 70 for Saturday. Yeah, but here's the thing. We always see that on Monday. Yeah. And then on Friday shows up, and we're like, I thought, what what day was supposed to be Rain in 70? 53. Yeah, <laughs> it always stinks. I ask that Alexa every morning, Jerry, when yeah. I'm getting dressed. I go, Alexa, what's the weather? And she always says, it always starts with a three. Oh, it's currently 36. I did think of you this morning when I got in the car and saw 35 degrees. Always. It's always <laughs> it's 35, 36. It's, it's only April 9th. All right, Jerry. I was watching a Sunday night baseball last night, uh, Mets Nationals. Now, I had the game on uh, while I was doing other things. Laundry. Uh, going through Twitter, that sort of thing. Nonsense. So really not watching the game. No, I did have it on. Uh, <laughs> but here's the thing. Yeah. They have it, and I love this feature. They have the bats m- microphoned so closely that every hit sounds like it's going to be launched to the moon. First inning, I thought there were two home runs in. Yeah. <laughs> I agree I with like, you. Holy cow. Every Everyone sounded like when they like have the bat mic'd for Giancarlo Stanton when he actually connects with the ball. <laughs> and it sounds like just this monster is like the bat is going to shatter. It's been hit so and it's hard. it's a pop-up to second base. Yes. <laughs> I but, thought the same thing. I said that to my son in the first inning last night. I'm like, boy, I thought he got all of that. Yes. And it's uh, you're right. It's the, the microphone and the yeah. sound. Uh, the the uh, Bryce Harper home run that he hit off Harvey sounded like a monster shot. And right. I saw, okay, over the fence, bam, home run. Yeah, then after that, just Didn't everyone. Didn't Cespedes hit one? Wasn't it in the first inning, didn't Cespedes hit one the right field that I thought he got all of? It and sounds it was, like, yeah, it goes like, how's it go? <laughs> that sounds like a, a jockey whipping a horse. It will get your attention, though, if you're it uh, does. on Twitter, not, not paying full attention. Or not watching the game. Yeah, or not watching the game. Right. Um, then uh, they're making uh, a little bit of this uh, A-Rod discussion last night. They, meaning uh, the media, Jerry. Oh, great. 18 years later. <laughs> that... Um, he kind of insinuated that he should have gone to the Mets right. instead of the Texas Rangers because he grew up watching the Mets. And Keith Hernandez. Keith Hernandez loved Keith Hernandez. Great. What are we supposed to do with this, though? It's 2018. Oh, he it's... went to Texas and then the Yankees, and he made, not even joking, a half a billion dollars. Half a billion. So, so probably made what? the right move. Well, I mean, financially he did. Of course, then he started injecting himself, and that was not the right move. Right. But whatever. All right, so he should have went to the Mets. Great. Move on. You're moving on from that. You don't well, care. Again, like, what do you do with that story? No, no. I'm going to play the what-if game? I don't like that. Okay. I'm not a big what-if. So then why'd you bring it up? Because <laughs> it's, it's been made a big deal, Jerry. And I want people to know who fell asleep last night while the game was going on. You? This is what went on. <laughs> this is up, what you missed. Were you, were you up in the ninth inning? When Mickey Calloway walked the bases loaded. I was asleep by then, but you we are. get up very early. We do get up very early. Very early. Yeah. Uh, so the Mets now go to Miami to play the Marlins. Yeah. Which, as a Met fan, Jerry, longtime Met fan, you know, things are going great right now. These you are, are the, worried. I am worried about this. You, did you see what happened to the Marlins on Saturday? It doesn't matter. When the they Mets, gave up 20 runs. When the Mets and Marlins meet, I get it. bad things happen. Like, I, I understand. And we're even going, we got Syndergaard tonight. Yeah. We got DeGrom tomorrow. And then Wheeler Wednesday. Wheeler, a Wheeler Wednesday. A Wheeler Wednesday. You got to take two of three. I'm not saying Absolutely. you have to sweep the Marlins. You got to take two of three. Couldn't agree with you more. 
And it better less be, is a huge disappointment. And it better be the first. I'll give Wheeler the, the loss on Wednesday. That's fine. Go get the first two in the get year. Get the first two. Right, house money on Wednesday. And meanwhile, the Yankees got to go play the Red Sox. They're on Red fire. Not a, did you see? So they made a, lot, a big deal about the Red Sox scoring six runs in the eighth inning. Did you see how they scored the six runs? The Red Sox. Big hits, Jerry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Was this more background noise for you? <laughs> they scored six runs with two outs. Like, the Rays couldn't get the last. The Rays stink. They're terrible. But, yeah, Boston. And this is all right, a couple of things here. I know you're a huge baseball fan. Big fan, Jerry. Right? So, they said the Red Sox. And the Red Sox have been playing baseball for how long? The over 1800s. hundred years. Right. It's over 100 years. This is their best nine-game start, eight and one, in the history of the franchise. Is that right? You tell me they never started nine and zero or eight and one before. I guess not. And then how about this one? The Yankees have been playing baseball for how long? Uh, the eighteen hundreds, right? So go back to the Highlanders when they were there, right? Okay, John Carlos Stanton strikes out five times yesterday. I fa- I don't know why I found this stat fascinating. He's the first player in the history of the Yankees. I'm not saying it didn't happen for another team, but in the history of the Yankees, he's All the right. first Yankee to have two five strikeout games in a season. Mm. He's done it in the span of six days. Right. Are you going to tell me no other Yankee has ever done that twice in a season in the last hundred and something years? Especially all the home run hitters the Yankees right. had. I thought that was interesting. And all he's right. done it in the first week. Interesting to note, you would say. I would say so. Uh, I also uh, wouldn't want to be Meredith Morakovitz. Interviewing him? Because <laughs> she has to go to him right after the game, yeah. after you strike out five times. I, you, she's probably sitting there when he struck out in the 12th inning saying, you've got to be kidding. Yeah, and he was looking not interested. There's big balloons in the ass booth? He was looking not interested <laughs> in discussing that. What? Now, Stuff at the spot. press conference afterwards, uh, I think he got it together more. And was giving, you know, those fake longer answers. Right. But when she first went to him, he was, she, and she was just trying to be like, ah, you know, it's this um, not great start. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just looking at her like, ah, and he is, you know, what are you going to do? She's got to ask those Let questions. This. I'm dead serious. Because right. if anybody didn't know this, Al Dukes was a beat reporter for the Tampa Bay Lightning yes. back in the day. He asked the tough questions, kind of. If you had the first, so she gets the first couple, like Gelbs does for SNY. Yeah, I don't like that. So you're the, <laughs> so you're the yes reporter yesterday. Uh, she's off. Al Duke's on assignment. <laughs> By the way, that would be the perfect day for you to fill in. I mean, oh, come on. <laughs> what would be, all kidding aside, you have two questions to ask. What would you ask? A uh, Stanton of his uh, five through? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Considering he's done it before, he was three for 28 on the homestand <laughs> with 16 strikeouts. I, I say, he uh, was 0 for 7. Go. As, Giancarlo. I would call him Giancarlo first and say it correctly okay. so he knows I'm a real reporter. Giancarlo, right? I'd say, Giancarlo, what went wrong out there? <laughs> <laughs> and then we could mock you on Monday. <laughs> yes. I would have loved to see it like if he had to interview Warren Sapp. <laughs> Oh, my God. He tried yeah. that, and he almost threw him in a locker. Yeah, that did not go well. <laughs> yeah, I would hate, like, and because you know whoever's in charge of yes, I don't know if that's the director of the game, says to her, you got to ask him. She's got to be, oh, come on. Oh, no, you've got to ask the hard questions. You struck out five times. Yeah. How about that? (laughs) Giancarlo, how about that? (laughs) That's a tough one. Exactly. And then, like, uh, I had this Yankee game on Jerry while I was cooking my chicken. (laughs) Some more background noise. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And when the Yankees was the 12th inning, right, where they had the bases loaded. Yeah, with Judge coming up and then Stanton. Nobody out. Right. 
Nobody. I'm Brad Brock made a mess of the twelfth inning, and I'm thinking, oh, dude, here's you interviewing Stanton. Dude, come on, throw a strike, yeah. will you? I would have, if I was a Giancarlo yesterday when Meredith came up to me, I'd have been like, go ask Judge. He bounced into a double play. <laughs> he put me in the tough spot. Put me in a tough spot. Very tough spot. <laughs> we got to take a break. This portion is brought to you by Walgreens. Walgreens has your trusted favorites in cosmetics, skincare, and hair care, plus new premium and exclusive beauty products. Stop by and find what makes you feel beautiful. You can certainly tell who would be the first off the ship if it was going down. We'll take a quick break. We're back in a moment with Boomer and Geo on the fan. It's the dynamic. Dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak free roof from Scotch Garden 3M, the superheroes of building products. All right, welcome back. Boomer and Geo coming up in just a moment. If you're just waking up, the Mets did complete the sweep, beat the Nationals last night. The Yankees did lose to the Orioles. Patrick Reed won the Masters, and it'll be the Devils Lightning first round of the playoffs starting Thursday. Go, Al. So, Cardinals Diamondbacks this weekend, Jerry. There was a, almost a big brawl between uh, Yadier Molina, the catcher, and, and the manager of the Diamondbacks. Tori Lavulo, yes. Yeah. Now, Yadier says that he said a very bad word to him. Okay. Which has not been revealed that I've seen as to what it was. You but read any lips? No, but I did watch, and it was a very pro-wrestling move. Cause, uh, By Molina. Yeah, Molina could have pummeled him in two seconds and got right to him if he wanted to. Right. But he kind of went behind the umpire to feel like he was the umpire was holding him back. I don't like that. If you're going to go punch then the go guy. go get him. Go punch him right in the mouth. That would have been a 30-game suspension. <laughs> I don't think you can do Although, that. Although, at least it wasn't an old manager. Like, that guy doesn't no, seem too old. A lot of them aren't anymore. Mickey, I can't believe Mickey Calloway is only 42. A younger guy, younger than you. That's yeah, always when it's weird. Yeah, and I'm not saying he looks old. I just, to me, like, we're older than he yeah. is. Huh? That did remind me of... Uh, remember when Pedro Martinez went after Don Zimmer? That is really when you think about that. In now, fairness, Don Zimmer went after him. No, but he put him like kind of in a headlock well, and rolled him. Don Zimmer charged him like a raging old bull. man, though. I I know that, Eesh. but it's not like he went and tried to tackle him. He was like, "Dude, what are you doing?" <laughs> he just shoot him aside, and poor Zim went flying. That had to be crazy here at Fan when that happened. Like the next day, uh, I don't remember. It must have been. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were. You came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya Podcast, available on the Odyssey app. 
or wherever you get your podcast.